Welcome to Life on Pause, a podcast defining the experience of being a young adult with cancer. Each episode, we explore issues impacting young adults in and after treatment. Like what you hear? Have something to add? Come join us for next month's recording, the third Tuesday at 6 p.m. Hi, welcome to Life on Pause. Today we're at Gretna Glen for our annual retreat. Our topic tonight is comfort versus challenge. And we wanted to start off with the question on the continuum from comfort to challenge. We each have our preferred setting. What is yours and how does it show up? Hi, guys. It's Corrine. For me personally, my set point is definitely challenge. I think that, honestly, if I'm being honest, it started probably from birth. But being a cancer survivor and especially just going through everything I did at 16 and that feeling of growing up, you gain this new perspective where you want to take advantage of every opportunity you can. You want to live life to your fullest. For me, I think that life begins outside of your comfort zone. So for me, that's always pushing myself to be the best version of myself I can be and finding a new challenge. Hi, this is Taylor. I feel like I'm kind of the opposite but I kind of agree with some of those points for my personal self. I feel like because I had cancer, I have the same attitude where I kind of have the fear of missing out. Like if I, I don't really like the saying, oh, next time, or like, you know, we'll get you next time because there might not be a next time is always my thought. So I do feel like I always try to take advantage of opportunities and want to do things when I can because the opportunity may not arise again. But I feel like, like, on the opposite side, because I had cancer, I actually now am more of on the comfort side of things because I think when I was younger, I probably was the challenge side of things. Cancer just has shifted my whole perspective to make me a lot more scared. So I feel like because I want to feel safe and because I always have this kind of fear running through me, I kind of more tend to be on the comfort side of things now where just to make myself feel safe and I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to put myself out there. I need to like protect myself because I know what could happen. I always keep myself more in the comfort zone, even though I'm always trying to tell myself, put yourself out there, like push yourself more. But I think because of those experiences, it's really scared me to be more on the comfort side. This is Casera. I'm kind of the opposite of Taylor. I used to take to the comfort and want the comfort and just kind of go with it. I hated stepping out of into the challenge zone and challenging myself to do new things. But now I'd rather step out and try them and experience them because, I mean, you never know, you might not have those opportunities again. So I've been leaning more towards challenging myself and it's really kind of opened my eyes, but it makes me feel, I don't know how to explain how it feels, but it's just like a good feeling to know, like, you know, I can do these things even if I don't think that I can. I think you were saying some really good things. Uh, my name's Gus. I was diagnosed with cancer in 2013. So I've been off treatment for a while. But a lot of you talk about like kind of this dualism of comfort versus challenge. I think it's really important that um, something I realized is that I'd rather try something and fail and know than not try and wonder what if. That's a really hard feeling we have regret. So I think we mentioned a lot of just trying new things. And especially at a young age when you're diagnosed with cancer, it really forces you to realize that your time's limited. You got to make the best of what you have. So I think for a lot of us, it's trying those new things. is about the experience. And for me, that's the same way too. So one of the biggest challenges for all of us today was kind of just some of us don't really know each other well, and we're all strangers. We're going to show up here and kind of reveal a lot more personal information. 
So I think right there, that's kind of a challenge. And you kind of learn to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Hi, my name is Sammy. At my core, I am a comfort being. (laughs) I would love to stay home all day with Netflix and a book and a blanket and not go out into the big wide world. But I think that life and fate has sort of forced me out of my comfort zone, sort of pushed me a little bit. So I think getting comfortable with the uncomfortable has been an unintended consequence of what's happened. What would you guys say are some of the things that bring you comfort and kind of like bring you back to like the things that ground you? Hi, this is Haley. Some of the things that comfort me are just like my shows and my books, a way to escape what's happening, because especially back during treatment, which I ended this past June, I would watch a bunch of shows or read a lot of books. It was just a way to still be experiencing things while stuck in a room. So, like, the comfort of having all these ideas, characters, while being trapped is really nice. But, like, when you get to go out into the world, it's so nice to actually push yourself and have fun and do new things. I have to agree with Haley. I mean, you definitely kind of feel, especially, I know, with COVID, going through your treatment during that time, you really do feel isolated because you have limited visitors. You can't really go out and do things. So it really does help you escape by watching shows and reading. And then like when you do go out, you feel awkward because you're like, I don't know how to interact with people. I've been like by myself or with just a certain few people. So it definitely helps your mind like process and handle I feel like I agree with the reading and trying to like get out of your world and get into something else. I was having a discussion with my dad and he is very into documentaries and nonfiction. And I'm totally the opposite where I would rather read a fiction book because to me, it's like I already live in like a real world that's like tough enough. I would rather jump into somewhere that can suck me somewhere else or just listening to music and getting into different bands and seeing concerts, that kind of stuff, just like taking you somewhere else. And I think a big part of me for like comfort is like my very close group of people, like my family, my boyfriend, just I don't really let a lot of people in. So like that very small core group of people is probably what gives me the most comfort. One thing that I found that's so interesting about comfort is that your comfort may actually be someone else's challenge. And one of the activities that we did today where we matched up. We had to find the object that, you know, matched on the cards and then like get to know the person. Even though you're finding similarities, sometimes it's like that difference that makes someone else be like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like maybe you would never do a high ropes course, but you're doing it with someone that means something to you. And you're like, okay, like we're going to do this together. And it sometimes takes just like that little push from someone else to maybe like create your new comfort from that feeling of being uncomfortable. So I took the comfort course today. I decided to take it easy, not be out in the rain. And one of the things that I was sort of surprised by, because I was like, oh, it's all going to be sunshine and daisies and massages and yoga, was the meditation part. I was like so uncomfortable with like just the silence and like thoughts running through my head like that was an unexpected challenge that came across today so I'm still glad that I didn't do the ropes course and was out in the rain but (laughs) I did do the ropes challenge today with other very brave souls in the rain um challenge was of course we had climb the ladder and um, 
climb up pretty high a tree, maybe at least 30, 40 feet. There's two cables, and each person's on a cable. We have to kind of trust that you can hold hands and lean against each other to go across the cable. So it is, if you're afraid of heights, it's very scary, but it's kind of weird. But I kind of like the comfort of doing something very new where just you're in the moment. You're not thinking about anything else but that challenge. I think for us being cancer survivors, we have that trauma. We're always, we always have that fear and uncertainty about the future. And we think about the cancer and all. But when we do something so new and different, you're kind of in that moment where you only think about cancer and the things that stress you out. You're more about, oh, I might fall off this cable about 40 feet, but of course I get people holding the harness, harness and I guess I have a new fear of heights, but no, I guess it's weird, but I guess I take comfort in just doing something very new and spontaneous where it kind of just forces you to be in the moment. You really have to just live it. And I think me and Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy today. We did a pretty awesome job, didn't we? So. I think everyone did an awesome job. I think Rope MVP go to Taylor and Lewis, but Sam, you made an interesting point that like with the meditation, kind of trying to find the comfort and like that silence. And I think that for some people, like silence is like solace to someone like the sound of just like the rain on the leaves or absolutely no noise at all. And for other people, it's the most uncomfortable feeling in the world. As you guys like were meditating, I felt like climbing up the tree, even though like, you know, people would cheer you on, like you had to be in your own head where it's like you're focusing on going. But kind of like my question with all of that is what do people think is uncomfortable about being silent in your own thoughts? I think part of the thing that is with silence and just it being uncomfortable is that you're only listening to yourself. You don't have anyone else to snap you out of it when you start going down a dark path that you don't like going down, but your brain takes you down or like you just have so many things thoughts that you don't know what exactly you're doing with them and you're just getting overwhelmed. So for some people that silence is more like overwhelming noise that when they're talking to somebody else, it's all canceled out and they don't need to focus on that. They're focusing on whoever they're talking to or whatever they're doing. Yeah, I think it's definitely easier when you have somebody to talk to instead of silence in the feelings, because then you can validate in your mind, okay, yes, like this happened, but like, it doesn't mean it's going to happen again. It could happen again, but it just gives you that validation and you get it out. And it's not just sitting there and constantly spinning like in a whirlwind in your head with a million other things of what ifs and whys or whens or anything. So hi, this is Shelly. I love that question you just asked, Kareen. One thing that I'm wondering is sometimes in silence, our thoughts send us into a state of hyperarousal. And I'm noticing a theme that it's sometimes hard to find ways to for the body to calm down when state becomes present. Having other people to do that is really helpful. Are there other ways that have helped comfort you or ground you when you have found that you're moving into that hyperarousal state from internal thoughts? I think for me, it's situation dependent. I think as cancer survivors, we're all super comfortably uncomfortable with the what if thought. Well, what if I got sick again? Well, what if this happens? Well, what if that happens? And for me, I feel like if it's a cancer related thought or something that has to do with just long term side effects or anything in that cancer bubble, like, for example, my boyfriend, Andrew, is really good at just knowing when I'm in my own head and just being like, hey, we're good. You got this. And sometimes it just takes that other person just kind of like snap you right out of it. 
Or meanwhile, like on the flip side, when I'm at work, say that it's like an emergency situation. It's almost like that adrenaline is what I like need to get out of my head. Like I need that rush and I need that distraction. So I think it's it's kind of very much like what is the specific situation? I would say, yeah, like just going off of all this again, I feel like usually my like being in my own head is a very, very bad place to be sometimes, especially because of being sick. Like I spoke about earlier, like I just worry so much about everything and I just let my mind go to just bad places of just like Kareen said, like the what ifs of just like I just go to the worst possible scenario. of Just like this is going to happen. This is going to be bad. And I feel like for me, like how she also said about like her boyfriend or whoever, I think just having somebody like really close that you can confide in has been what has helped me the most. Just like my family, if I decide to open up to them or like my boyfriend, Lewis, of just like Kareen said, just having somebody there that can tell you like, not that you're being crazy, but pretty much that you're being crazy, that your thoughts are just valid because of what you've gone through or where your mind goes. But also that you don't always have to let yourself go there or think about that. And just to have somebody close to you to kind of pull you out of that, I feel, is what has worked most for me. As long as you're willing to listen to them and not just be convinced that everything that you think is true. Because I was I was recently reading a self-help book and they were talking about how not every thought is fact. Just because I think it doesn't mean that it is true. Just kind of like what Kareem was saying earlier about maybe not necessarily doing something unless you had somebody with you. I would have never done the ropes course, probably. But later on, I would have been mad that I wouldn't have taken the chance and I would have felt like I missed out on it. So I feel like having somebody with me to just like, okay, we got this. Let's just like help each other get through it is what's basically helped me the most during like active treatment and time periods afterwards when like people weren't able to be with me during biopsies and different scans and I was sort of forced to be alone and in my own head I turned a lot to music there was one song um that had the perfect beat and it was steady throughout the entire song and it was the like beat of a calm heartbeat And so I would just literally listen to that on repeat during all of these like solo biopsies or anything like that. And so like that was a really nice grounding technique. I think we all can attest to the fact that like the mind is a beautiful yet can be dangerous thing. I know I've said this before, like you are you and that is your superpower. But also with that, like no one is invincible. Like everyone is going to experience negative thoughts at some point or be in their head but kind of tying with the theme like it's a challenge to overcome that and like every time you do whether or not you realize it in the moment like you're bettering yourself because you are you earlier today the young adults that did the high ropes course shared that they were invited to consider the old maps that had that said here be dragons when the territory beyond it was uncharted and the question was asked, like, have you, you had to slay any dragons recently? And what were they? Then there's a counterpart to that question of what was your motivation for um, slaying that dragon, for being, being willing to tackle that challenge? For me recently, that was yesterday at homecoming. I went and I was with friends and 
it's the first homecoming where I can go and I can actually be in crowds and I can do what the average teenager does during dances and stuff. And a bunch of my friends didn't want to do that sort of thing. So I had to get over myself because I said, okay, I've been here for a while. I'm not enjoying what I'm doing. I'm going to just go and I'm going to be by myself for a little bit rather than sit here with my friends doing stuff that I don't really want to do. So my motivation really was I'd rather be doing something a little bit uncomfortable, but what I want to do than hanging out here with friends and just not be content with what I'm doing. I know for me next week, I have an event that I'm speaking at late the night as a lymphoma survivor. So leading up to that, I mean, I'm really nervous to speak in front of everybody. But one of my friends had invited me to our local women's society last month to speak for lymphoma month. So it was kind of nice to have like a smaller crowd to like speak in front of first before stepping into the larger crowd. But it's definitely a challenge because I'm not used to speaking in front of a crowd, let alone however many people are going to be there next weekend because it's a pretty big event. But I'm looking forward to it and was at least glad to break the ice and have the smaller crowd first. I feel like for me, just coming to this retreat has been like something recently. I signed up at the very last minute. I kept going back and forth of I should go to something like this. I would be interested in it. But oh, maybe I shouldn't or maybe I'm too nervous or maybe I just it's just not something for me. And there were other events in the summer that I almost went to. And then I just told myself, no, I'm not going to. And I didn't know who could come with me or if anybody could. So I just kept going back and forth. And I was going to sign up for the comfort track because that just was more my speed. And at the last minute, just decided, okay, if I'm just going to go do it, I'm just going to go do it. And then when it was raining today, I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that because why would I not want to just be inside? It's nice and warm. Why would I be out there? And I just told myself, no, if I'm if we're going to go do it, we're going to just go do it. So I think just coming to this and just kind of telling myself, just go try something new. Um, If it doesn't work out, that's okay. If I meet people, make friends, have somebody to talk to that's similar experiences to myself, that would be worth it in itself. And if not, if it's just a weekend to just go get away, then that's good too. So I think just convincing yourself that it's good to sometimes get out of your comfort zone, even if it's challenging or nerve wracking. Um, Sometimes it's just a good thing to do for yourself. We're very glad Taylor came out today. And we talk about like the comfort and doing new things. Uh, I think for me, kind of more career-wise, what do I want to do in my life? I have a good job security-wise. I've been there for like two years and I'm learning stuff and all. But question, do I want to keep doing this job? And maybe it's time to like see what's on LinkedIn or Glassdoor. Maybe I won't go back to school, do something different. So it's kind of like we said, being cancer survivors, we got to make the best of the time we have and do something very valuable and just try it. So that's what I'm kind of thinking myself. What's the new dragon? What's the new challenge for me in my life? Where do I want to go? So... I don't feel like I've slayed any dragons as of late. I've been quite happy with my life. Things are going pretty well. So I sort of feel like it's time to start looking for a new dragon, push myself a little bit more, see see what's beyond the edge of the map for me. So that's that's the quest right now. I think the saying itself, here be dragons and the whole uncharted territory, you know, like when we were all first diagnosed or going through treatment, like the whole experience is uncharted territory. Being a cancer survivor is uncharted territory. Like we live every day, whether you're a cancer survivor or not, in the, you know, this uncharted territory. And 
sometimes slaying that dragon is, you know, choosing to make yourself scrambled eggs instead of paying $7.99 for a venti iced vanilla blonde latte with oat milk. And some days it's, you know, saying I'm going to go to the gym today. And some days it's saying like, I need to work on my mental health. But I think that like, how deep is the ocean? How, how far does your, it's, you know, how far is your comfort level? And I think that the more that you figure yourself out, the more that you, you know, slay your dragons, whether it's something small or something big, you realize that like, that uncharted territory then becomes part of your map and becomes part of your story and becomes part of who you are. I think sometimes also when Dan, the guy that was helping us with the challenge course, um, when he first said that saying, here be dragons, I was thinking to when we did the challenge course, in the end, there really was no dragon. Like I, we went, I was so scared. I was so worked up. I, you know, you're all worried about it. And then in the end, you, there was really no reason to be worried because there was nothing scary or bad about it. I think it helps you grow too because like your mind and your body could be telling you no, but you want to challenge yourself and you want to step out and then you go and you do it. And then you're like, okay, I can do this. So you do start to like trust your mind and your body when you start challenging yourself and you find comfort in those challenges. Like Kareen kind of said, you it becomes part of you and helps you overcome things. I wanted to call us back to something earlier that Taylor said about getting yourself safe. And that's the other side of this that Sarah just mentioned. You know, sometimes our mind and our body are telling us no, and we do it anyways and expands our abilities. There's the flip side where the wise thing is to, you know what, I've done enough. It's time to get myself safe. So I'm wondering if on the the opposite of, you know, slaying dragons, is there been a recent opportunity for you to practice, you know what, I need to extend myself some grace? And what has that looked like? Well, for me, that happened today because on the ropes course, I was confident going up the tree, got up the tree, no problem. And it wasn't until I hit the high ropes where... I could say it was because, you know, my arms are like a T-Rex and short and I couldn't get towards the top of the rope, but I fell and the adrenaline was rushing and I was like, no, 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 I have to do this again. And part of it was because I didn't want to feel like, like I failed. But then the other part of me was like, it's not a fail if you're trying. So then I tried again and I didn't get on the rope. But instead of beating myself up and being like, I'm the only one that didn't like get up like I like what is wrong with me like blah 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 and like getting in my own head I gave myself the grace and was like you tried it it's like that saying like doing something is better than doing nothing and it's also within like our failures or in our attempts in which you also grow and learn given all the things that we've learned ourselves as well as have learned through the other people's experiences today how will each of you carry this forward? We already repeat this theme a lot, but I think it's very powerful. Where it's like, we don't let fear stop us. And we kind of just, we just try new things. Like, why not, right? You got nothing really to lose at the end of the day and just got to make the best of it. I think I already said this, but for us, a lot of us, we don't really know each other. But I think it's really impressive. Like, even though we don't know each other, I saw people, like we take on the high rope, people doing new challenges, people were really supportive of each other. And it's kind of when we have that networking community and when we're all together like that, you really, really bond. And today's a fun day. And I'll definitely, I'm not going to forget it, that's for sure. So 
So I really love the message. Trying something and quote unquote failing isn't necessarily a failure. It's a success in the trying in the first place. So I think incorporating that into my sort of thought process. For me, I think I'm going to have to incorporate that even though my body and sometimes my mind is like, hey, nope, we're not doing this today. I have to just ignore it and go further because that's one thing since diagnosis when my body is trying to tell me, hey, stop, even though I know it's not time to stop, I start slowing down because I'm scared or what if something happens? So I need to ignore the what if and just keep going. I think I'm going to just try to continue to tell myself that it's okay to just go for things. And I feel like I'm, I've been really recently trying to calm my mind and just take a step back and tell myself that it's okay to do things. You don't have to be so scared. And just like Gus was saying, like everybody today has been so supportive and just like just telling myself it's okay to go meet new people, let new people in. We all have shared experiences here. So there's really nothing that we should be afraid to put out there. So I think basically just telling myself to get out of my head as much as I can and to just go for it and not think that there's always going to be a bad outcome with everything that I do. I think whether you came here alone, you came here with someone that means something to you, whether we, you know, it was people you just met through the group. I think one amazing thing is that you're truly never alone, despite how much you think you're alone. And I think one thing I've learned is that it's okay to be scared, just like it's okay to let yourself be happy and be angry and like experience all the things and emotions that you want to experience. And it's like, use that to help like light your inner fire in order to slay your dragons. For me, I always struggle. Like I just overwhelm myself and tend to just keep pushing myself and pushing myself to do things. And I like ignore my body and its response of needing to slow down or take a break. So I think doing the body scan really helped put me in a mindset of, hey, you know, you need to slow down. You need to listen to your body. Take some time to figure out what it's saying and what it wants and listening and just giving myself that time. So I guess the one thing that I'll take away is just something that's always stuck with me throughout life is just one thing that I don't know. I've always been afraid of personally is failure, failure before I was even diagnosed. Like you want to be the best person you can be. You want to, you want to get always, you want to, I don't know, be at the top of your class. You want to be the best in whatever sport you play. And that's one thing that's honestly, it scared me throughout the years because like you have these other commitments that kind of force you into failure almost sometimes not really, but you can't focus as much time on things that you want to focus your time on. So I guess what I would take away is just don't focus so much on the things that you, quote, failed because you probably didn't fail them. So that concludes our podcast on comfort versus challenge here at Gretna Glen. So I would just send a warning out to all dragons, real or imagined. Watch out. Thanks for listening to Life on Pause ideas or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to share them with us. Join us for the next recording on the third Tuesday of the month. Until Until next time. time.